0: Welcome to the Steve Travelise Show on Demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute.
1: Jersey, what, a what the hell are you doing here? From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio.
0: Steve Travelese keeps you in the Jersey No. From 7 till 11
2: And welcome to Wednesday night in New Jersey Steve Trevelley is hanging out with you till 11 o'clock tonight with so much to talk about oh my God oh my God Trevi is coming up at 10 o'clock Mark Rick and Donna Justin Gonzalez Jeffrey Paul gonna be here Gemini has got the night off he's uh he's not assignment <laughs> we got four pack of vouchers good for tickets to a 2023 Trenton Thunder game you know where baseball's fun and not a uh, over-the-top expensive. Uh, Nine o'clock. May Pang is going to be here. Now, May, not be here. May Pang is going to be uh, in a pre-recorded interview that we spoke this afternoon uh, for a long time. May Pang uh, was John Lennon's... Uh, I guess you could say lover. I guess you could say paramour. She was set up by Yoko Ono, John's wife, to date John for 18 months, which he refers to as the lost weekend. And she's going to be in Lambertville Saturday night and she's going to be in New Hope over the weekend. Uh, John let her take as many photographs as she wanted while they were together. And now, uh, she's, you know, she sells those pictures and they're unbelievable. She's got a picture of John Lennon signing Uh, The papers dissolving the Beatles. We talk about that. We talk about any ulterior motives Joko may have had to uh, set her up with John Lennon. Uh, David Bowie, Elton John, what really happened at that concert where he played live, the story of whatever gets you through the night. A lot of good stuff, and it's going to come up at 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, Chocolate milk they want to take out of school cafeterias, out of their friggin' minds. But even more so out of their friggin' minds has to be the city of New York. Do you commute to the city, the city? You know, in the 70s, everybody commuted to either New York or Philadelphia. And uh, that was pretty much the way uh, radio went. That's the way travel was. There really wasn't much uh, traffic reporting in New Jersey, weather reporting in New Jersey. All we did was uh, take the scraps that New York threw us. And then uh, people stopped going and set up businesses here in New Jersey and thus was born in 1990, New Jersey 101.5. Uh, our own radio station, not New York, not Philadelphia. And I take pride in saying not New York when I see what New York is trying to do to us now. Those who do commute into the city, uh, they would like to hit you with a congestion tax. And what a congestion tax is going to cost about an extra $5,000 a year, uh, an extra $23 in tolls if you want to drive around, uh, Manhattan. Below sixtieth Street. Twenty three dollars in total. So it's not enough. You come over the bridge, you come over the you know, the the Lincoln Tunnel or the George Washington or the however you get here. Farranzine, of course you're in New York already, gobles, whatever. But if you want to drive around midtown Manhattan, it's gonna cost you an extra twenty three dollars. Uh, It's kind of like it reminds me of the NFL's personal seat licensing where you can buy season tickets. But in order to do that, you have to buy a license to buy the season ticket. It's a double dip. It's it's blasphemy. And the fact that they would do this to people from New Jersey is insulting. It's absurd. I can't believe anyone. I don't understand like why people would commute to New York in the first place unless you're making a hell of a lot of money when you figure out how much money you have to make in New York. And New York right now is just a cesspool. I mean, you could actually walk the streets and smell the human excrement. You know, you can actually walk the streets, look down at the excrement and try to figure out, gee, uh, I wonder what this guy's problem was. Oh, there's a meth head. Um, but anyway, uh, my question is, uh, basically, about the uh, congestion tax. Congestion tax. We're sorry, there are too many people here, so we must tax you. Did you ever hear anything so stupid? You know, How about we charge New Yorkers an extra fee when they buy the beach tags? We charge them for the beach tag, but if they want to go in the ocean, we charge them more. Same thing, right? Governor Murphy's upset about it. Uh, Senator Menendez uh, he's got a plan to uh, where he wants New York to lose 50% of their National Highway Performance Program surface transportation block grant funding if they move forward uh, try to get it on that level how about this how about what you do is New Jersey should not have to pay for New York's problems they're going to use that money to fix the MTA the New York subway system would you want to ride on a New York subway Uh, but my question here is, you know, why can't we have a deal where if you're if you're in, you know, if, if you're driving into New York, you're commuting into New York, your Easy Pass sticker should get you by the toll without having to pay for it. Either your Easy Pass sticker or they give you a sticker or they give you a card that you can flash because you're a Jersey resident, because you pay the tolls to come in here every day, that you should be exempt from that tax. The congestion tax. I've never heard of anything so absurd in my life. So one 1015 If you commute into New York, how do you feel about this? And if you're not commuting into New York, how much of a commute do you have? How much money is that commute costing you? I mean, if you say you work in Manhattan, you're going to pay $100 a week or $23 a day times five days a week, right? Over $100 a week. In in a needless toll just to drive around New York. And what are you going to do because it's your job? 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about the tax? But how long is your commute? How much does it cost you? Did you ever figure it out? And is it worth it? Is it worth working in New York? Is it worth applying for a job in New York now? Everybody in New York is trying to get the hell out of New York. And rightly so. But if that's the way they're going to be about it, you know, why don't we just do that? Every New York commuter gets an Easy Pass or a sticker that they put on the cars, which makes them exempt from the tax. That's what I think they should do. That's one way to do it. But another way, you know, like I said, when they come down here, you want to go in the ocean? Okay. You know, you want to pay for dinner? Okay. You want forks and knives? That's going to be extra. I've never heard of anything so ridiculous in my life. And I want to know what you think. And Rich and Chris and Joe, we got people buzzing in already. 1-800-283-101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelyse. Don't leave money on the table if you have to move out of state. Robert Tukansky of REMAX First Advantage has buyers lined up can get your home sold fast and for more money than you thought possible. Anthony bought his Plainfield field home with the help of Rob's team. But when he landed a job as a New York City police officer, he needed to sell it so he could move to New York City. The purchase process was so smooth that he naturally called Rob's team again to sell the home. Turned out the selling process was just as smooth. After only eight days on the market, 26 showings, multiple offers, the home was sold for $300,000, which was over $30,000 above the list price. Robert Tukansky of Remax First Advantage has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. So call the only agent I would call if they needed to sell my home. Call Robert Tukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. Or Google RobSellsNJ. And then you start packing minutes on New Jersey 101.5. Weather brought to you by Pet Center in Old Bridge. What a great place. Adding a puppy to the family can be one of the most joyful experiences of your life. All Pet Center puppies must meet the highest health standards with the most comprehensive guarantees in the market. Visit them at PetCenterNJ.com. Hi, 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about the congestion tax? They could stuff it up their congested nose as far as I'm concerned. Anthony is in Staten Island on New Jersey 101.5. Anthony, what happened? You hung up? Oh, well. Rich is in Sayreville on New Jersey 101.5. There he is, the voice of reason.
3: Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. Room time.
2: Uh, thank you. How you doing?
3: Good, good. Finally back up, settling my folks down in Florida. Got them out of New York City.
2: Well, then there's less no congestion. Way. We should give it as tax. They're not there. Less congestion.
3: Oh, my God. I was in the city last weekend to see a play with Mormon*. Right, funny as hell. I'm walking down, you know, Broadway and whatnot, and I'm going to my wife. They want to charge for congestion, but they shut down four out of the six lanes here. They got people walking all over the place. Of course, they have congestion. They got one lane going each way. Then you can have six people should be hanging out. It's a road. Well, yeah. I I don't understand this. And they want and they want to make it bigger. They want they want to add more. They got the bike lane. They got the bus lane. Now they got the people's lane.
1: Come on. Of course you're not going to
2: have traffic. I I don't understand it. I understand that they just want to make more money. It's a money grab. You know, it's a money grab, and they want to screw the people who are paying the money to come into New York, as well as the New Yorkers. You know what we got to do, Rich? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go, and we're going to sneak on those buses that Abbott is sending from Texas, and then we all get in for nothing. (laughs) And we all get in for nothing. Screw them. Who came up with this? Tony Soprano? We're going to get him twice. Wait, what's next? We're going to well, pay him for protection?
3: You know, I can, well, I can turn around. And what I would do is, is I take the when I was when my parents lived in Queens, and in uh, in in Beach. I took the uh I, all, all I did was take the Belt Parkway. If you could take the Belt Parkway, take it all the way to Queens Boulevard. Take the Fifty Nine Street Bridge, no tolls. I mean, it's a little bit more on gas, but not not twenty three,
2: twenty five dollars worth. That's the that's for sure. That's extortion. Rich, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, here's Anthony in Staten Island. Anthony, what's going
4: on? Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm okay, thanks. Uh, I just uh, I took objection to something you said before about um, charging New Yorkers extra money to use the beaches, and I didn't think you had clarified there that New Yorkers are being taxed the same as people from New Jersey with this crazy uh, toll to enter the city.
2: Okay, but New Jerseyans are coming into New York and they're getting screwed, right? So we don't get an exemption and we have to pay for tolls here. And, and what do you want me to say? I, I, if you take, I, I'm sorry you take exemption. I mean, does it make you feel better? What can I say? I, I see what you're saying, that you have to pay for it too. But it's, Yeah, and, and we're all getting screwed. But you see, here's the thing. My, my, point, my point from that, I understand what you're saying. My point from that is New Jerseyans have no control. When they go into New York, they're stuck with this tax. So if this is something New York wants to do to make money, then New Jersey can make their money by simply saying, all right, if you want to come and use our beaches, we're going to charge you to go in the ocean. It's just as ridiculous and we wouldn't do it
4: to go over the ocean they charge everyone to go over the ocean why would new york have to pay a special charge for that new jersey is not paying a special charge everyone's getting the
2: charge everyone's paying the charge okay then everyone who comes in including those from new york will get paid will pay to go into the ocean we're talking about a ridiculous sure. joke we are now spending m- how many minutes on a ridiculous joke that i made but let's do it i got time come on anthony we both <laughs> think this <laughs> sucks right
4: of course it does. I'm just telling you. Your point, what you're saying, is kind of we already do pay to use the beaches. We, of course, and we don't get any discount to use the beaches. with people from New Jersey and sometimes do get
2: that point. All I'm saying look, is, if New look. York, if New, if New York is going to charge people from New Jersey who already pay tolls to get into the city a twenty-three dollar tax, then they, then we get, the, we should be able to charge for our beaches. And if you want to use the ocean, and, and again, I'll make this joke. I'll make this joke again, but let's stay with it.
4: But, but imagine if you had to work in your own city and get charged. It's crazy.
2: I, I know. I, I, Anthony, I feel your pain. We're on the same page here. I mean, I'm just playing around, but I understand. I, and I, and I, we I both know, agree I, that this sucks. How could they do this?
4: And I know you talk to any New Yorker, no one voted for this. No one wants it. But somehow it's passing. How does it happen? It started under the it So happened. It all started under Bloomberg, this plan.
2: So many things that are passing that none of us ever voted for. And that's what sucks about the, people, the way government is today.
4: people don't want it. No. The people don't want it, and the people are getting burdened with it. How does it happen? I don't know. We don't want We don't want speed cameras, and we're getting crushed yeah. with speed cameras.
2: No, Anthony, really, you know I'm kidding cameras,
4: with you, but I feel your pain.
2: Yeah. Oh, yes. no, no, I don't. And same thing in Philadelphia. They got speed cameras. And you know what else? The reason it's so congested is that they bring in so many people from the border. And that's not our problem. And we shouldn't have to deal with it. You know, and like the caller said earlier, like Rich said earlier, you know, fix your traffic problems so that everybody can drive. You cut four lanes down to one. It's not our fault that you have congestion problems. That city is so mismanaged.
4: We, we've gone down from six lanes to two in some roads. Right. I don't know how. It, what else they're going to? They shut down streets. They make parks out of streets. It's. I don't understand it. But this is what happens.
2: They pay paradise and put up a dump. Anthony, come live with us. Come, come back. Come, to, come to Jersey. Anthony, come to the dark side.
4: Believe me. Come,
2: believe come me, I'm not far from it. Soon. All right, pal. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Chris is in Ocean on New Jersey 101.5. Not the Ocean, Ocean. Hi, Chris.
5: Hey, how's it going?
2: Good. What are your thoughts?
5: So right now I work down in the financial district, and, uh, you know, obviously I'm... You can afford it. For... No, not even that. What I, what I wanted to say was that I take a boat right now, Right, and that's an extra hour and forty-five minutes to my commute. Oh, hour and forty-five minutes total. Uh-huh. I can get to this in an hour, hour five. Right. It's- this toll, this tax, all these tolls, it, it, it just ruins the entire thing. It's more. It's more worth it for me to sit on the ferry for forty-five minutes and to add that time to my commute than drive into the city and save it. What? It's ridiculous.
2: What's the point of even working in New York? I mean, what do they do when they doing to try to get people to come to New York? Remember the tourism? I love New York and all that bull crap. What are they doing? And, and it's just like, again, there's no need for it.
5: Honestly, down there is a completely different world. You cross, you know, I want to say 30th Street going up. Mm-hmm. There's no point. It's all just tourists. People don't even live there. Like, half the time I look out, I look out my window – And I'm like, what do these people do? Why aren't you at work? (laughs) <laughs> always people, it, it's no one who lives there. I can tell you that
2: much. Well, wait what do you see how they keep bringing in the buses from the border? It's going to be even more people who don't work oh, and, and don't live there. Chris, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. one 283 1015 I got two New Yorkers that want to comment on the congestion tax. Felix and Oscar, what do you think? Aristophanes. <laughs> Ridiculous.
0: <laughs>
2: Seven thirty. Yeah, but again, the congestion tax is their problem. They're the reason for the congestion. They can't handle their own traffic situations, right? They can't keep their roads clean to where we can't have everyone able to drive in the city, not to mention all the people being bused in. I'm telling you, the way to beat this tax, just uh, wait, you know, wait till the bus comes and then just jump on it. Come right in with the border people, right? You know, fake an accent, then you have to pay a dime.
4: Yeah, I think they're jumping on congestion pricing because they realize during COVID, they lost so much money in taxes. I mean, even the Port Authority lost millions and millions. That's maybe that's our millions problem.
2: Of in revenue. But we don't have it. That's not our problem. New Yorkers don't have it. New Jerseyans don't have it. And New Jerseyans who already paid to get into New York shouldn't be doing it. But, I mean, think about how scary this actually is, that if this were to work and think of other, other ways people can double dip. We see football games where you want to buy a ticket, but first you have to buy the license to be able to buy the ticket. You know, that's extortion. And now this, you want to come in our city? You got to pay to drive in our city? What's next? We already, we already paid to park in the city. Now we're going to pay to drive in the city. We
4: are, we are a wholesome, blue-collar, hardworking state with a lot of white collar also. And we're being disrespected across the board.
2: That's the best way to put it, Jeff. one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. 283
6: 1015 Adrian's in Westfield on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Adrian? Hi. I just wanted to um, – anyway, I'm They got this idea from London, and the London congestion charging scheme was executed in uh, 2003, and it spread to an even larger area of London in 2008. Uh, You have to pay £8 between 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. I've got two more points I'd like to make. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, They claim that this is to support the uh, transport system here. Uh, If they didn't allow the fare jumpers, which are about 50% of the riders, from what I hear, to get away with not paying the fare, Mm -hmm. they would have more than enough money, I believe.
2: Well, the police are powerless so I, to do anything about crime in New York because then they're violating the rights of the criminals and we have to go back hundreds of years of history to find out that, you know, they, they need to be apologizing to the criminals who commit crimes in New York. So how so could I, you dare you even insinuate that someone committing a crime in New York should be arrested for any reason?
6: Well, I came up with a, a good motto
7: for Kathy Hochul
6: and, uh What's that? Alvin Bride. Oakland's <laughs> Heroes? What's that? Oh, uh, let the good
2: crimes roll. Uh, All <laughs> right, thanks. For the, let the good crimes roll. I like that. And Adrian, man, you know he brings something to the table. A little more than Mitch Hedberg jokes. He brings something to the table. Getting Andrew, Greg. I'm going to give you more time. Please hang out one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Your thoughts on the on the congestion tax. You know what I mean. Uh, let's see. Spring is finally here. You're back outside doing what you love the most. Is pain holding you back. Don't you want to enjoy life without pain? Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab can help pain or even age. is no excuse. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave Therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three, five minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. This summer, take a shorecation. New Jersey 101.5, giving you a free Jersey Shorecation to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Listen in 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter in our New Jersey 101.5 app to win your Jersey Shorecation. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Book your summer escape today at Hard Rock hotel at maniccity.com you could win a free shortcation good luck from New Jersey 101.5 maybe like a uh, shortcation we we'll start charging people to get into the ocean it's only it's only a matter of time alright your beach bag gets you on the beach now you want to go into the ocean they'll set up another row of beach tag ladies uh, Greg is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5 yours is the call I've been waiting for what do you got? <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I saved your closing. I saved you for last. Go ahead.
8: Wow. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, I want the congestion tax to go through only just to show that the failure of liberal governance, right? Uh, New York state's budget is $230 billion and they don't have, you know, and they still have to raise taxes by, you know, taxing people who drive into the city. $230 billion. They don't have a a little more money. It's it's because they spend so much money on so many programs and the government is so big and all the democrats can think of is who to tax more not where to cut no, spending but and and maybe the government is doing a, a lot of things it shouldn't be doing and you know it, it took that the subway it took that line on the east side i think it took 70 years and cost 20 billion dollars to build a subway line uh, but they keep winning elections democrats keep winning elections
2: I don't so get it. They
8: get what they pay for there. So, hey, I don't care anymore. I used to work in the city. I work from home now. So, it doesn't bother me in the least. And I hope taxes go through the roof and, you know, more people are leaving. New York state used to have 47 electoral votes. Now they have 27. Wow. People are fleeing wow. New York state. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, from the 1940s.
2: Who would want to stay there? And and they, But they can't even do their job. I mean, you know, everything you're saying makes sense. But, I mean, just simple, do your job. If you can keep the roads to where we can drive in all the lanes, then it's not going to be as congested. I mean, that's one thing they can do. You know, uh, they, fine, I, they just, they, they can't, they got this overflow of people that uh, Abbott is sending in there from Texas. Brilliantly, I might add. Good. I you want it. them? I you it. take it. But now they don't know what to do with that. I, a friend of mine, they were doing a fundraiser in Newburgh, New York. And uh, they moved out veterans out of hotels, veterans, out of hotels, to bring in to bus in the people who came from the border. What do we do?
8: outrageous? And New York State is a lost cause, just as I feel New Jersey is, and they're, the liberal liberalism has no limiting principle, right? They're just happy to spend everybody else's money. They don't care how much they have to tax. as long as they keep winning elections, Why should they change their behavior? Right, Democrats have a stranglehold on state and local governments in New York. So why should they care? They've, they're spending other people's money, and as, and as they're people, good at it. That's the worst kind of spending, and they've been doing it for decades.
2: Yeah, and, and you know what? It it's around for it is not going to change now. Greg, thanks for the call to New Jersey one oh one point five. Think about this when you go to the polls. You know, think about how much money you're spending. But twenty three dollars to drive around Midtown Manhattan. Is absurd after you've already paid a toll to get into New York, and it's not only New Jersey that's going to pay for this; it's the people in New York as well. But the people in New Jersey are paying this tax, knowing that the money is going to go to repair the New York subway. Now, the problem with the New York subway is that if you get gate jumpers like a, a, um, uh, uh, what's his name said before, <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot his name a minute, uh, Andrew, but the, not Andrew. Uh, but anyway, the thing is, if you if you do that. And you're not going to enforce the law. What do you expect to happen? All that money is going out the window. Not to mention, you know, just again, fixing the roads. If you fix the roads, more people can drive. But it's not about fixing the roads, nor is it about uh, the toll jumpers. The police are powerless to handle any crime in New York without them getting sued. Remind you of anything New Jersey? I had a cop on... Last night, as a matter of fact, Ryan, I want you. To, I'm going to t- tell you the sound to get. I felt so bad for Joe and Pittsgrove who just went on this heartfelt rant that I actually had people calling the radio station, sympathizing with how bad he felt just being a police officer in New Jersey. That's got to become a post. 1-800-283-101.5. wait to hear what they want to eliminate from the school cafeteria.
0: At New Jersey 101.5, weekdays we talk. You're looking good just like a stink in the grass. And weekends. Soundtrack of New Jersey and the soundtrack of your weekend. NJ1015.com and New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Steve Trouble Ace. We're talking. It's 11 o'clock tonight. Trevor, you're coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Jeffrey Paul's going to be in here. Mark Rick and Don is going to be in here. Uh Justin Gonzalez will be in here. Jim and I will not be in here. He's on assignment in the south of France. Actually, uh, Gemini is uh, doing a benefit tonight at the 200 Club of Huntington Police and Emergency Departments. Uh, he's going to be listening tomorrow on demand. So if you're calling in a Gemini comedy, just make sure that, uh, remember, Gemini will be... <laughs> We'll be listening. Or he'll make us disappear. I'm not sure. Uh, although he may make, he may, he may make a visit if Justin's gonna be here. Uh, so we're giving away Trenton Thunder tickets for Trevia tonight. A four pack of vouchers good for tickets to a 2023 Trenton Thunder game. TrentonThunder.com. And they're coming up in nine, she, uh, had a lost weekend with John Lennon that lasted for 18 months. Set up by John and his wife, Yoko Ono. We're talking about May Pang. Um, during those 18 months, John had an incredible life. He produced three albums and his first number one, his only number one song, uh, Whatever Gets You Through the Night, which we played open the 9 o'clock hour here, and uh, reconnected with Paul McCartney, talked about writing together again with Paul McCartney. So much to discuss. And uh, she's going to be in New Hope this weekend uh, at a gallery uh, and also uh, hosting the premiere of her, her, her movie. Not the premiere. I went to the premiere. Hosting her movie, uh, The Lost Weekend, The Love Story, at the Acme Theater in Lambertville. So uh, that's going to come up at 9 o'clock. Wait to hear that conversation. A lot of good stuff. But right now, you know, even Michelle Obama didn't want to get rid of the chocolate milk. The USDA is weighing a ban on chocolate milk in school cafeterias. Why? Why? I'll tell you why. They're considering the ban uh, because of its high sugar content, according to the Wall Street Journal, getting this from the New York Post. The proposed flavored milk moratorium, which was considered but abandoned by New York City Mayor Eric Congestion Tax Adams, has been uh, adopted by major cities like Washington, D.C. and San Francisco and was first floated by the federales early this year. Stay out of our kids' milk. Can we decide whether or not we want to give our kids chocolate milk? And here's the way the schools can decide whether or not they want to give the kids chocolate milk. If it makes money and the kids are drinking it, let them drink it. What is the freaking problem? How long has chocolate milk been in schools? But now, now the government. no, parents, you don't get to decide what your kids drink for lunch. We decide what your kids drink for lunch. Proponents of the ban say the sugary beverages contribute to childhood obesity, which some 20% of the nation's kids are afflicted by, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. A 2021 study published in the National Library of Medicine found that flavored skim milk was the leading source of added sugar in school meals. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's the problem. These kids are drinking chocolate milk, damn it. Uh... One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Should we be taking chocolate milk out of school cafeterias? Are we this screwed up as a society that we can't allow our kids to have chocolate milk, or we can't decide whether or not we should allow our kids to have chocolate milk? What is, what is the fun? You know, when I went to you know when I went to school. What you went to school? What did you eat? What did you drink? Did it screw you up? Really? How about we take the riddling away from the kids? Those <laughs> so who are going to take away things that are harming them. What are some of the things that you would have voted out of the cafeteria when you went to school? What are some of the things that you ate when you went to school? Some of the things you were served in the cafeteria when you went to school? And I, mean, I remember doing this when, um, back in 2013, I think, when uh, Michelle Obama wanted to redo the cafeteria meals. And people, cafeteria workers were calling saying, well, yeah, she redid it. And all the kids are taking it. And then they're throwing it right out. So all this money being spent on government food is going right in the garbage because the kids aren't eating it. Is it a problem that kids have chocolate milk in the school cafeteria? How do you feel about it? one 800 1015 Do you give your kids chocolate milk? Do you let your kids drink soda? Somebody's drinking it. Coke and Pepsi, are the two highest grossing soda companies. Somebody's drinking this stuff. Candy, sugar. Uh, really? Uh, do we, I just, you know, my kids get whatever they want. My kids want chocolate milk, they get chocolate milk. My kids are now working out. They're lifting weights five times a day. They're bigger than I am. And now they're on their own drinking like protein shakes and things like that. But occasionally they have their own chocolate. They got a hold of a smoker. Uh, Elena, the, the, Albert and their friend Thomas are now learning how to smoke meats. So, I mean, they smoked mac and cheese the other day. They smoked bacon. They said, Anything I buy, now I got to hide because it comes back smoked. <laughs> I keep an eye on the dog. <laughs> 800-283-101.5. How do you feel about the idea of chocolate milk being removed from the school cafeteria? Are we losing our minds? Is it really that big a deal? Are we going to take away anything good that kids like? What are we going to replace the chocolate milk with? You know, what? what is there out there? You know, are you a bad parent if you give your kids chocolate milk? More than 90% of school milk processing industry agreed last month to adhere to a new sugar standards. Flavored milk is a challenging issue to figure out exactly the best path forward, said Cindy Long, administrator of the United States Department of Agriculture's Food and Nutrition Service. Who's got the time for this? The director of nutrition service for Lilleton Public Schools in Colorado said many students forego much-needed protein if chocolate milk is not available. Because they don't like the taste of non-flavored milk, so what is the problem? I mean, really, how, we're talking about you. You ever see a little container of school milk, right? When you were a kid, remember the, the container? You're not getting a half a gallon. This is a problem. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel? Should we be taking chocolate milk out of the schools? Or are we losing our freaking minds now? And secondly, what were some of the things that uh, you ate in school that you'd like to vote out of the cafeteria? I used to I used to bring my lunch. And uh, I've told this story before. I'll tell it again. I, My friend Paul Baruti in Holy Rosary Academy, his mother used to make him a tail ham tomato Raw Ham, tomato and mayonnaise on a hard roll. I would trade my toys for that sandwich. It was so good. I eat it to this day. You know, and we would have the the hot lunch with the cafeteria, with the, the cafeteria lady, with the ketchup in one hand and the mustard in the other. Can you, can you go around to the tables, right? You get your roast beef and mashed potatoes and or you get gravy every day. You get a different hot lunch for me. Ham. And we drank chocolate milk and we had a candy stand in the back where you could go buy candy bars, and there was soda. Those were the days. Those were the days. 1-800-283-101.5. New Jersey 101.5, fast traffic. Cam. New Jersey 101.5 sending you to see great shows at the Carteret Pack this May. What a great place you can win tickets to see Abomania Saturday, May 20th or Menopause the Musical on Sunday, May 21st. Two grand prize winners also win a bunch of the underground, win brunch at the underground bistro before the show. Enter now to win at nj1015.com and good luck. Good luck getting chalk and milk in school cafeterias. The, 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 the USDA wants to They're thinking about banning chocolate milk in school cafeterias. Are you for or against this? Let's talk to Jane in Denellen, on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jane.
9: Hi there. How are you doing?
2: Good. How are you?
9: I'm good. What are you thinking? Well, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that this is more about the politicians than the children and the chocolate milk and the parents. Because if you look at this, this is a very... Uh, kind of a cheap, thrills, easy way for a politician uh, to get his name out there in some controversial thing. And, um, you know, frankly, of course, we all know it's OK for them to have chocolate milk. But a politician who comes out and says, oh, well, I'm protecting the children and their nutrition. They come across, you know, that's like a brownie point for them. So that's kind of the way I see it.
2: But there's no politician behind it. If this were, if this were like a lawmaker and, and these lawmakers come up with the most ridiculous bills going, <laughs> like dog leashes, seatbelts for dogs in the back seat, crazy stuff like that. But this is the USDA. This is the, you know, uh, the US Food and Drug Administration thinking about this, saying they want to ban chocolate milk in school cafeterias. If anything, this would be the time for a politician to step in and say no.
9: Well, that's right. That would be a great opportunity, and that's a very good point. Because I think it's also for, you know, uh, officials in the public health realm, uh, they're also looking for a nice way to get their name out there and, and be the good guy. And I think maybe some of that is mixed up with the chocolate milk uh, extravagance.
2: Yeah, I mean, how ridiculous is this? I mean, you're talking about a little container of milk. I'm looking at pictures of it. You even If it were pure sugar, it wouldn't be enough to hurt a kid. Nah. <laughs> ridiculous. Jane, thanks for the call to New Jersey one oh one point five. Again I say
0: Aristophanes. Ridiculous.
2: <laughs> it's like the title of the show tonight. Peter's in Lawrence on New Jersey one oh one point five. Hello, Peter. You cracked me up. I try. I try. <laughs> With Oscar. It- oh, they ran an hour couple yeah. marathon all weekend long. On uh, They I got this know, new I channel, Catchy Comedy.
3: When, when I finally move from this place right. in June, that's all I'm going to do Saying I'm free. I'm free.
2: <laughs> and hold the, um, the wastebasket under the leaky ceiling.
3: That too. That huh. happened when we sold our restaurant. The roof was shut. Ah.
2: So what yeah, do you think about the chocolate funny. milk? Get back here.
3: Okay, the chocolate. There's nothing wrong with chocolate. I had a normal childhood. I was very skinny. Right. You know, you you get rid of chocolate milk, you might as well get rid of YooHoo and insult Yogi Berra. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, the parents today, they should learn from my mother.
2: This ain't the parents.
3: Well, the parents should stick up for their kids and tell the, the USDA, get out of our children's food. Because you don't know what you're doing.
2: Well, you know what? They, no one wants to give parents any credit. No one wants to. No one wants to give anybody any credit. They want to do it all themselves. They want to decide. Government should decide what our kids should be eating. If kids don't want, they have forgotten
3: it, what we this country was founded for. What yeah, ki- was founded on?
2: If kids don't like it, they're not going to drink it. And if they don't, and they keep t- sending it back, then you're going to know. Thanks for the call. That uh, the chocolate milk wasn't a good idea. But you know what, if some, if, if, what is it, four ounces of chocolate milk, is that even an eight-ounce thing? I'm looking at this. It's such a small thing. If this is going to make a child happy and it's got sugar in it, come on. You know, maybe they don't have children. I've got children. I raised two boys who are now 16 years old. I see what they eat. Believe me, two little containers of chocolate milk ain't going to matter. My kids drink chocolate milk, and I have no problem with it one 800 Andrew is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, hey, Andrew. Hi, Steve. Thanks for taking my call as always. It's a great time. topic. Great Thank topic. You.
10: Hey, man, don't the kids look forward to chocolate milk like I did? When I got home from school, I was looking forward to two things, mm-hmm. playing outside and when I got done, a nice glass of Ovaltine, baby. Ovaltine, you know, right? I- the guy the guy reminded me you was made by Yogi Berra. I forgot that that was good
2: they still make you me,
10: I, they still I still you, that's let me tell you something that seriously man I thought I heard on the 101.5 they had a man that said he was 105
4: years old They asked him how did he live that long? what was his secret? He said he had a glass of olducci every day and really was trying to ban it from the kids. I didn't hear that,
2: but I'll go with you. Andrew, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. one 800 You just shake your head and wonder, you know? They want to consider banning chocolate milk in elementary and middle schools. Now, it's not that the parents have decided this. The way the parent, you know, the way it should be, if parents don't want to give their kids chocolate milk, or they tell the kids not to buy it, and they see that it's not moving, well then you take it out. That's business. When the government decides that your kids shouldn't have chocolate milk, I think that's overstepping. Chocolate milk has been in school cafeterias forever, for as long as Salisbury steak. You want to take something out of school cafeterias, take out the Salisbury steak. That is something you could take out. No one even knows where Salisbury is. But wherever it was, they made an awful steak. What are some of the things that, if you could vote things off of the island of Cafeteria Island, some of the things you ate in the school cafeteria that were just god awful? And I would say, like, because the Salisbury steak with that with that bad brown gravy, and it just had this awful. I don't know. It's when you when you grow up Italian and you are used to eating like homemade meatballs, and then they hit you with the Salisbury steak, it, it does something to you. But the but the highlight of the lunch, right? If you don't finish your vegetables you're not going to get your chocolate milk. What about dessert? Are we going to take away dessert too? Are we going to take away chocolate cake? That is great. Gives us chocolate cake. We can we still we can still do that bit, right? We're not going to get politically slammed or anything. But seriously. They want to get rid of chocolate milk. What are some of the things that you would like to that you would like to get rid of in the cafeteria? Right? Uh, uh what, what were some of the things that you ate in the school lunches back in Columbus?
11: uh the
12: rectangular slice of pizza that i think was served in every uh cafeteria yeah. throughout the country and that was every thursday I mean, every thursday was pizza day in elementary school and it, and was, it was the a highlight treat. oh my gosh. it was a gosh. treat right you you wanted to go to school on thursday it was like stanley in the office episode it's pretzel day uh-huh. that's that's how it was every thursday <laughs> see yeah.
2: that taco bells worried about tuesday we had pizza <laughs> thursday elios was a step up from that oh, pizza oh
13: yes. Yes, really. yes, it was. It was a major
2: <laughs> step up. It's 8:30. Now, the latest New Jersey... It's New Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevely. So Ryan Pestel tracked down the lead that Andrew from Flemington gave us. Yes. There was a guy that survived
13: 105 years on Ovaltine? More than 105 years. Uh, he actually is 109 years old. Really? He celebrated his birthday on March 28th. Right. And uh, he credits his uh, long, he- long life and good health to drinking Ovaltine every day, something he's been doing since he was a little boy, and he doesn't know if it works for anyone else, but... It's been working for him. So, I mean, why isn't Oval Team like on this guy? Why isn't Oval Team putting this
2: dude on the on the on the jar? That'd be a huge marketing campaign. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, if anything, right? Even if you lie, you know, there's a way to get some extra money, right? It's proof of a lifelong of lifelong business. You know? I I did it from all The you only know, we got to market to the young kids. Hey, young kids, you want to be an old man? Drink this. <laughs> that would work, right? We'll live forever. Did you <laughs> have chocolate milk in school?
13: Oh, absolutely. It was the only thing I drank. Unless there was like juice, I was more of a juice kid. Right, but you look forward to it. I mean, you don't get rid of chocolate milk. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the milk in schools is. is pretty questionable to begin with. So if you're going to get rid of one, you might as well get rid of it all. You can't just say, you know, get rid of chocolate milk. I I totally agree. The one, you
2: know, is the highlight of the lunch, right? If you could vote a lunch off the island, what lunch would you have voted off of uh, Ryan Bissell Island?
13: So the one lunch that growing up, like starting off in middle school, I looked forward to. And then by the end, I was like, oh, no, not this again, uh, was these pizza cheese sticks. It was like these really gross kind of (laughs) baked mozzarella sticks, oh. but it was all, like, the cheese had, like, no taste, so it was kind of, like, glue, so you oh. dip it in the marinara sauce just so that it tasted like something.
2: And it was, like, overcooked and laid there forever. Oh, oh my God. It was terrible.
13: All right, let's get Greg and Jackson
2: on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Greg? Good evening, Steve. How
14: are you? Good. How are you? All right. I'm in the schools, and the kids come in with Red Bull and Doritos as their lunch. <laughs> and the only thing... The milk is the only thing that's sort of healthy for them.
2: We're worried about the chalk and milk. Right? They're coming in with meth. We're worried about the chalk and milk. We're not going to let that happen.
14: Yeah.
2: Did you ever hear anything so ridiculous? Hold on. A
14: second. Yeah. No. No. It, 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 it is ridiculous because the kids. The. uh, The hold on. A I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, the, kids, that's all right. The, the kids. The, the kids.
2: Kids. The, the, the... You want me to put you on hold and come back to you?
14: I know. The the kids.
2: Oh my God! The kids like the chocolate milk. I could hear it.
14: (laughs) And and that's some of the only nutrition they get really, because we offer it to them. And and I look at their lunches and their snacks, and it's literally Red Bull or the grape soda, or it's all sugar, 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 and and it's. The milk is something that they can need because we, we can with their cereal. Yeah, you
10: know,
2: at least with
14: the regular, with the chocolate milk.
2: Yeah, at least there's protein in the milk. Greg, thanks for the call. The New Jersey 101.5. Mark is in Whiting on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Mark.
10: Hey, <laughs> man. Good. How about you? I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing. What are you uh, doing? I'm la- I'm laughing. Uh, 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 first of all, uh, real quick, Steve. Real quick. Yeah. I think, I do think that when we landed on the moon, wasn't that Ovaltine? Wasn't that. No, Oval that was, was Tang,
2: Tang, remember? Wasn't that Tang? It was Tang, Tang. I. My bad, I should have remembered that, my bad. The only thing we know about Tang is that the astronauts, we have no, there's no other use for Tang. You never see it, it's not in this, I've never seen it in stores. The only thing I know about Tang was the commercial with the astronauts eating the Tang. I don't, I don't even know this stuff exists other than that.
10: You're you're killing me now because you're making me think about the different kind of Tang so let's talk i'm
2: talking here. about the orange powder this is a it. family show mark do I have to tell you this no, listen listen
10: uh. all serious all seriousness yes when when I was growing up right, right i was I was born in 62 all right. Right, so you can do the that and the 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 worst thing and i I laughed throughout the whole few phone calls because everybody was talking about the pizza. Uh-huh. And then we used to, I we everyone called we're having sponge pizza today. Oh. Because when you ate it it was like eating a sponge it was with, like, some kind of sauce or something
2: on it. Nothing tasted like pizza on those pizzas. Nothing tasted That's like pizza. Nothing. Nothing. And, and here we were in New Jersey, the pizza capital of the universe, right? And if you're going to do that, why not just, like, hey, this hey, is what I'm surprised they don't do with lunch, because they always talk about, you know, the free lunch and the kids that don't put enough money in the account and blah, 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 blah. Why not privatize lunch? And give every local restaurant in the city or in the town you live in a chance to do lunch. And they could pass yeah. out their business cards and all that. They get a tax write-off. The kids get to eat. And maybe if they like it, the family comes in for business. The best part about that meal uh-huh. was the chocolate milk. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
10: I always, I always, instead of grabbing the, the little carton of the, you know, you get a carton, uh-huh. they came from the little cartons. Yeah. I always I always got the chocolate milk.
2: Everybody always got the chocolate milk.
10: years old, and I still drink a glass of chocolate milk at least
2: once a week. Well, you know what? The guy with the old team lived to be 109, so you're halfway there. Mark, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. That's what's so silly about this. So if we're going to take away the chocolate milk from the school cafeteria, then do we take away desserts? If they're worried about the sugar content, right? Protein, you know, milk is loaded with protein. You put some chocolate in it it there's some sugar. Okay, fine. You know, um... What's the thing that they, not the Uncrustable. My kids love Uncrustables, by the way. That's like the greatest invention ever. Peanut butter and jelly wrapped. (laughs) And you could just take it out of a box. Because God knows how much work it takes to to get a slice of bread and spread peanut butter and jelly on it. No, no, no. We have to have it boxed and wrapped. That's how lazy we've become as a society. But I I digress. But the, um, the Lunchables, right? There's a book called Fast Food Nation. And there's another book called uh, Fat, Sugar, Salt. And Fat, Sugar, Salt is an incredible book. It was written by, I think the guy's name was Michael Moss. I forget. I'll find out. But this guy basically uh, did research uh, about uh, there was a meeting in the late 90s with all these big food companies. And the topic was, what are we going to do when the government comes after us the way they went after tobacco? about all the sugar content in the foods. It's called Fat, Sugar, Salt. I'll get more about it during the break. But it's a fascinating book, and they talk about how, like, with the Lunchables, how they, they weren't moving when they first came out until they removed the vegetable and replaced it with the cookie. And then it flew off the shelves. one 800 How do you feel about the idea of uh, chocolate milk? being removed from school cafeterias because of the sugar content. The USDA is actually considering it. What are your thoughts? Weather also brought to you by the Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey. Has betting taken the fun out of being a sports fan? If so, you may have a gambling problem. The Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey can help you reclaim your life. Call 800-GAMBLER or visit 800GAMBLER.org now. Steve right, The USDA is considering the idea of removing chocolate milk from school cafeterias because of the sugar content. I want you to think about how stupid that is. Uh, first of all, how big is the container of milk that students get in school? Are we talking like four ounces, five ounces, the little ones? Like an eight ounce would be a bigger one. Uh, it'd be about three, four, four ounces, right? You think it's eight ounces? Uh, I don't even, and even that. So, how much sugar is in eight ounces of chocolate milk? So, what about the dessert? Do they no longer get dessert? Are we giving them sugar free jello that they could throw out? We found something that kids like. We found something that not only kids like, but it gives them protein. So we know that they may get the sugar, but they're also going to get the protein. Why is that a problem? 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel? And uh, I should have put a Twitter poll up, but I just figured, you know, who would disagree with this? And uh, I was talking about this book earlier. I, I started reading this book for a couple of years ago, and I was really into it. I'm going to go back to it. It's called Salt, Sugar, Fat, How the Food Giants Hooked Us. And it's a book by Michael Moss. Uh, published by Random House in 2013. It won the James Beard Foundation Award for Writing and Literature in 2014. It was also a number one on the New York Times bestseller list in 2013. And in his book, Moss cites examples from Kraft, Coca-Cola, Lunchables, Frito-Lay, Nestle, Oreos, Capri Sun, and many more, where scientists calculate the combination of sugar, fat, and salt, the bliss point for convenience food. That is guaranteed to have an optimal appeal for the customer. The conditioned hyper reading discussed in the book was also mentioned in a 2009 book by former FDA director David A. Kessler. So basically what they do uh, by, you know, the title uh, sugar, salt, fat is if you're taking away one, you're upping the other and you find that sweet spot that the consumer will buy. And in the book, they talk about how uh, Michael Moss was a reporter. I think for a Washington newspaper, and he was on assignment, and he goes to Battle Creek, Michigan, uh, and he samples the Kellogg's cornflakes before they were treated, and he said they tasted like metal flakes. You know, there's that that treatment that if you're going to up the sugar, you're going to reduce the salt. If you're going to up the salt, you're going to pull back the fat. Uh, But you're going to find that spot. So when something is, you know, oh, my God, it's sugar-free, it may be, but they've upped the fat. You know, they find ways to make food not so much taste good, palatable. 1-800-283-101.5. So uh, I was talking about the Lunchables earlier where when they started adding the cookie to the Lunchable, it went through the roof. They talk about Oreos in the book where uh, they put in once they they realized that the Oreo was like the top selling cookie. So why not make several different varieties of Oreos? But one of the things they talk about in the book was this meeting that apparently took place in Minneapolis where all the food giants got together. And they were trying to figure out how they were going to cut the government off before they came after them for sugar the way that uh, they went after, you know, the government went after tobacco. But 1-800-283-101.5, as far as chalk and milk goes, come on. Come on. You know what? They've they've ruined so much about the school lunch to begin with. My kids eat it every day. They hate it. Uh, At times it was free. It doesn't make it better. All right, coming up, May Pang, the Lost Weekend, the movie, Lost Weekend, the love story, coming to Lambertville this weekend. May Pang, uh, John Lennon's uh, former lover, not really a lover, girlfriend, because they were out in the open. Relationship was set up by John's wife, Yoko Ono. They went out for 18 months. They lived a while in Los Angeles, New York. During that time, John produces three uh, albums, got his first number one record, had the time of his life, reconnected with David Bowie, Elton John, Paul McCartney, Harry Nilsson, Ringo, lived with Keith Moon, Ringo and Nilsson, uh, did an album with Phil Spector, all kinds of great stuff. And then he went back to Yoko. And it's all coming out.
0: Jemenski and Doyle. Insightful. Inclusive. Independent. Weekday afternoons 2 to 7 on New Jersey 101.5. Never
2: get you through the night. It's all right. It's all right.
14: It's all
2: right. All right. You know what? I've never had more fun playing that than tonight. Because we're going to learn tonight how that song came to be. And so many other great John Lennon songs. Uh, John Lennon and May Pang had an 18-month relationship uh, at the urging of John's wife, Yoko Ono. And I spoke with May this afternoon. And this is part one of that interview. Part two will be coming up after traffic and weather. In 1973, at the request of her boss, Yoko Ono, Mae Pang reluctantly began an affair with John Lennon that turned into an 18-month-lost weekend. During that time, they would grow to love each other. Lennon produced three incredible albums, one of which, Walls and Bridges, produced his number one single, Whatever Gets You Through the Night. He reconnected with his son, Julian, and rock and roll friends like David Bowie, Elton John, Ringo Starr, Keith Moon, Mick Jagger, Paul and Linda McCartney would drop by so much that John even contemplated writing with him again. That relationship is made into a movie called The Lost Weekend, A Love Story, which will be shown at the Acme Screening Room in Lambertville on Saturday, May 20th. May hosting a Q&A afterward, and May will be showcasing her candid photos of Lennon at a special three-day free exhibition in New Hope, Friday, May 19th through Sunday, May 21st. All works will be available to purchase. The exhibition is titled The Lost Weekend The Photography of May Pang. And she joins us now. May, how
9: are you? I'm fine, Steve. This is great. Uh, You know
2: what? I I had so much fun with you at the Philadelphia City Winery. For a Lennon fan, it's a dream come true to be sitting next to you and firing away questions and annoying you for the afternoon. Uh,
9: What about this? (laughs) What about that? I was laughing.
2: Why was the affair called The Lost Weekend? It was 18 months.
9: You know, it's, you know what it is. He it was it was John's way of condensing things. He loved it just like, you know, how he does he, he's the one guy that can that can convey a message in less than five words, you know?
7: Right. He wrote
9: um, like that and get his message across. And people would always ask him, "Oh, what was it like back then? You were always drunk and then funny." He said, "You know, it was a lost weekend." And of course, at the time, it was um, it was it was a thing that he said also because of of uh, going back to the Dakota. It, it didn't sound fun if he said, "Oh, I had a great time." <laughs> so he just said, "Oh, it was a lost weekend," but it was also um, referencing the the movie. The Lost Weekend, the original one, with uh, Ray Milland.
2: Oh, okay. And Yoko would not have liked it any other way, right? She'll go with The Lost Weekend.
9: Yes, it it was better for her. That's how she felt. And instead of having all that drama in the house, John tries to stop the drama.
2: Uh, It was the drama that got John out of the house. And uh, when you look back on it, did did Yoko have an ulterior motive to get John out of the house?
9: You know, looking back on it, I mean I had no idea what was going on. They were already having problems right they were having very uh they were in disagreement constantly and it was it was it was not a, a place where you wanted to work in comfort because I'll be talking to him. he walks out of the room, then she comes in, and it's different from what he wanted and you're just standing there going i'm I'm in the middle of all of this, I got to figure out who, you know, what to say to each one to get them to agree on something.
2: And you're 22 years old, and you're in the middle of these two, trying to make it work. You had no interest in John. You were more of a Ringo fan. And then Yoko <laughs> comes to you with this great idea that you should go out with her husband.
9: And I'm sitting there going, no. <laughs> and I kept saying no. People kept saying to me, why, you know, it was uh, she She got you to go. I said, no, she didn't. John got me to see him he came to me that's really what happened And he was the one that was pushing for it not and he didn't even know um at the time that yoko did what she was doing was coming to me he was he was freaked out he even said to her he goes how do you know i even like her and she would say oh i know you do and he just he was so embarrassed he wouldn't even come out of his his room Uh, I wouldn't even come out of my office if I didn't have to, because I just wanted to finish up the work. I was hoping that this is one of those things that you just sort of say, okay, it's going to disappear.
2: Was Yoko trying to get him out of the house or she could have her own affair?
9: Um, Looking back, possibly.
2: Possibly. All right. Yeah. You know, because she ends up having an affair.
9: Oh, she, yeah. You know, so, or, you know, she claims she had, we didn't see it. Right. But. Whatever it was, she was dying to, to do something, and um, you know, she's you know when you look back, it made sense, right? Um, and she's and she's been with people. I mean, since John died, I mean, she's she's been with with uh, uh, other people, and I know that she was one. She was with one that was twenty years. Wow, yeah, I- longer than the one that she, that she was with John. There was one that she was with. For more than 20 years.
2: Now, you worked for him, you know, from the very beginning. Was there ever a phone conversation after the Abbey Road album about another Beatles album?
9: The only other time, there wasn't one about a talk about a Beatles album, but there was a talk uh, when after all was said and done, after all the the official signing and the breakup of the Beatles, officially, right. not just saying it, but uh, officially on, on paper, you know, John thought about it. He just looked around and he said, "You know, Paul was coming around to our place a lot." And, uh, and he says, "What do you think if I, if I wrote with uh, with Paul again?" And I, I you know, they just signed Breaking Up the Beatles a few weeks before, and now all of a sudden he's turning around and asking me this. And I looked at him and I said, "Of course!" I said, "That would be the that would be so amazing." Yeah. And he said, "Why?" And I said, "Listen." You're, you're you you. guys are great solo, but it's more amazing when the two of you are together. I mean, no one can beat you on the writing. No one. You had that magic, and that was really what it was about. And he was he was contemplating that, and we were going to do it. Uh, we were going because um, Paul was, Paul and Linda were doing a new album, Wings album, down in New Orleans,
2: Venus and Mars,
9: in Venus and Mars. Um, and John thought, ooh, I like to go to New Orleans. <laughs> I've never been. He goes, oh, you'll love it. That being kept in mind, then something happened, and he went back to the Dakota. Uh, something had never, to happen. People keep saying, oh, you always know. He never knew. He did not. As he was walking out the door, because Yoko said, I want to see you. He said, uh, and, and just so people realize too, um, he, he's, we were in contact with Yoko all the time. And he had seen her during the year, and we both had seen her. So this was not something that he'd never seen her or that it was just like uh, all by themselves. That, but she, you know, there, there have been times that we've run into her or we've, uh, we've seen her. We've seen her for her birthday. We've seen her for different things. So it's not like as if uh, we had, had no com- communications with her. And, um, and that's what happened.
2: You took the picture. Of John signing the documents, which you sell, which will be for sale this weekend in New Hope. Yes. You took the picture. What was it like? You're in the room. What is it? What is he like as he's about to sign this? Was there like, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? Was was mm. he was like flushed? I mean, I, I, what was it like? Just what was he like at that moment?
9: I think it was time for them as a, as uh, as a group to like say, okay, let's end this chapter. And but he ending the chapter he wanted to be sure it was the right way of doing it, meaning, um, the reason we held up certain things was because of taxes. He didn't want uh he realized he'd be liable for certain things that were for the group because he was the only one that lived in the United States and you know, it was a whole bunch of things. And so when it was finally all worked out, he just sort of sat there and on the on the morning of he talked to the lawyer and said, Okay, ready and he goes okay everything's done and the lawyers came down and um and that's what it was it was like okay for it to go and he signed it and of course like i said a few weeks later he's asking me what do you think if i <laughs> you know wrote with paul now you know because this officially broke up the beatles uh, on on the you know on the legal level it's also the breaking up of the lennon mccartney songwriting it's a, it's a whole lot it was a, it. it was a it's all those things that tied them together. And now they were all four separate individuals.
2: That picture is going to be available this weekend in New Hope at the RTA Gallery Friday through Sunday. And May is going to be hosting the Lost Weekend film uh, in Lambertville at the Acme Screening Room. Part two coming up after New Jersey 101.5 fast traffic. And they, make a, they make a deal. And John right. plays with Elton he in, at Madison Square Garden. Into,
9: said... Well, when we were picking out singles, and we said, okay, whatever gets you through the night. And, and uh, Elton says, oh, that's going to be a number one. And John says, well, I don't think so. He had like four different songs. Right. And he goes, listen. He goes, this becomes number one. You'll, go, you'll get up there and sing with me. And he goes, and John stood for a second. He said, uh, okay. <laughs> and he only took that bet because he really didn't think it was going to become number one. And when it became number one, we were, it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Because that's his only number one in, in John's lifetime. Right. So, uh, and Elton, you know, would call up and he says, a bet is a bet. I'll do it. So what we did was to prepare for that. John and I flew up with Elton on his, on his plane to Boston. And we went to see the show just so he can get an idea of how how his show looked. So we went up and we went to the Boston Gardens and we went up and uh, watched the show up there. And then uh, we came back and we had one rehearsal and that was it.
2: The story goes, and uh, is this true, that afterwards uh, Yoko's waiting backstage and that's where they reconcile and that's when they get back together? No.
9: I'm already going to tell you no. Because how she knew about the show was, when it was set that John was going to do it, I remember, because Yoko used to call us every day, okay. every single day. like you. Several times a day. And at one point when it was settled, I said, oh, and I told her, I said, oh, by the way, Yoko, John's going to get up and perform with Elton. And she said, I want to go. I said, we'll make sure you get tickets.
2: So you got her the That's tickets. how it happened. You got her the tickets. And
9: so we we knew she was going to be there. Right. When? No. We don't know exactly what time of the day she was going to show up, but she was going to be there, and of course uh, she was, that's really what happened. And then we all went to the party. Why do you think he went back to her?
2: He was having such a great time, a productive time with you. Why did he go back well, to her?
9: I think she she said to him that it was better for him to be back home um, also. I mean, besides a whole lot of other things that went on, but also but to to make it uh, for understanding for him was oh it would be better off for you know, his immigration that he looked like he was at home than to be out somewhere else
2: so when you're you know, what are you thinking when you hear all the double fantasy hype about how happy he's been he, he goes from his wild life with you to this life of seclusion and he's talking about how happy he was how is this making you feel hearing that
9: I knew exactly what was happening to him. You know, I knew, you know, he was, he was doing what he had to do, being there. Uh, he had to say what he had to say. And that was it. You know, I mean, I think most people can read between the lines. And that's, that's what was happening. I mean, um, he would call me. It's not like he didn't, he never stopped calling me. And that's the, the other thing is it ends up that I'm the one now that never had closure with him.
2: Right, and you got to speak to him a few months before he died.
9: Yes, part of the the Double Fantasy album, uh, some of those things were already written. The music was written, he had changed some of the lyrics because of publishing. Right. Uh, I changed, he told me that when he called me, because I've written out all the songs, and he told me what he was doing, and so I knew.
2: So which of the songs? Oh, a lot of those
9: songs, like Beautiful Boy was the melody, the, the song was already i was was done when i was living with him
2: about that you uh, had talked to him about you know that one day you may write pang remembers and he said someday people will find out how do you think john would feel if he knew you were telling this story
9: i i think he'd be fine because the fact is he wanted me he, you know he, he he we were not a hidden couple that's the other thing. That's why I don't like the word mistress. That's why I don't like the word, you know, I wasn't a hidden person. We lived very openly. We were he was separated from from Yoko. So that's the there's the difference. Um we lived our life open and I had a you know, now it's my turn uh to to actually correct a bit of the history that you know, people have wrong. About our lives. And I know people say, oh, well, you knew that he, he loved you. Why do you have to keep talking about it? Well, when somebody else keeps talking about your life and it's not correct, then it's my turn. It's
2: 931. Care Services. Did you know that senior veterans and their spouses may qualify for a veteran pension plan? They can pay up to $2,200 a month for your medical care. See if you or a loved one qualifies. Call Veteran Care Services now at 1-888-E-VETERANS. Steve Trevelisse. And Justin Gonzalez. And Mark Rickadana. And Jeffrey Paul. Two nights in a row. Two nights in a row. I'm telling you, man. Look at this. It's almost a relationship. Uh, last <laughs> night he's talking to Jim Babjack from Squeeze, right? He hijacks my interview. No. And, uh, today, <laughs> next thing you know, right? They're Facebook friends, right? He's look squeezing at this. the juice. He's squeezing.
15: Yeah, you know, I'm hanging out with my friend, uh, Jim. Uh, smithereens. Uh, and we're just talking talk a little bit of smithereens. And, you know, now he's consulting me on lyrics, on set lists. And also, <laughs> and I'm, I'm basically now the fifth member. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's the fifth
2: smithereen right behind Marshall Crenshaw
15: and uh, and Robin Wilson and <laughs> Robin Harris. Robin Harris? <laughs> That'd be a different band. Get those it? babies, kid. Let me tell you that. But, that, but, the, but, the, but the, that, that band, they would make it work with Robin Harris. <laughs>
2: they? They're yeah, just such a great band. I mean, like, as far as like, the quintessential Jersey band and just great guys. You, you, you go see them, it's like you're going to a party and you're literally hanging out with them. And that's the best part. So go see a smithereens show whenever you can. But not now because we got to do this.
12: Well, I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for headlines and trev lines.
0: I read the news today. Oh, boy. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. As Steve comments on the headlines
2: of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What
13: the hell? Ryan Bissell, what the hell's going on out here? Well, (laughs) New Jersey's Seinfeld law is going to be forcing telemarketers to be more transparent when they call in. Uh, governor Murphy signed legislation into law uh, on Monday that forces telemarketers to reveal information about their employer, or who they're calling from, within the first 30 seconds of the call. Thus ending the career of one Don Jameson.
7: <laughs>
13: <laughs>
7: <laughs>
2: you know what, though? I mean, Murphy was on as the governor on News 12, and he's talking about, you know, where you know where this idea came from, and he uses the Seinfeld bit. And a Seinfeld bit was, what, 1991? Uh, it, it was such an afterthought when I saw it that whoever thought that, you know, something as, as simple as this would create, like, legislation 12 years later. Remember this? Comedy Matters. Excuse me
16: one second. Hello? Hi. What you mean switch
2: over a TMI Long Distance
1: Service?
2: Oh, gee, I, I can't talk right now. Why don't you
0: give me your home number and I'll call you later?
1: Uh, well, I'm sorry. We're not allowed to do that.
0: Oh, I
15: guess you don't want people calling you at home. No. Well, now you know how I feel. You hear the applause breaker guy? You uh, hear the applause breaker guy? I like that, right? Yeah. Well,
2: they put that in,
15: right? No, they're filming for, for uh live audience. Is it? Seinfeld? Sure.
11: Yeah, but still, they well, don't well, put well, the well, not applause anymore, Steve, in. I mean, I no, been, they put for a few years. <laughs> they, they, they
2: do sweeten <laughs> some applause, don't TV they? You have to
15: sweeten Seinfeld. So I thought
2: it was boring. No, but I mean, come on. I, I'm probably in a crowd that would get a pause break. I got three comics in the room. No no legislation was passed in this place. No. <laughs> Not for nothing. Uh, what <laughs> else we got? Years. Yeah, really. 30 years it's, from now, I'm expecting big things out of your acts. It's interesting, <laughs> well, though.
13: The, uh, the center that pushed it was the the funny uh, lawyer. John uh, Bramden, New, New Jersey's yeah. funniest lawyer, playing
2: the NJ Pack uh, alone. October the 9th, I think
13: it is. Wow. Nice.
2: Billboards all over New Jersey. They, if doing. they pass laws based off of my act, it'll be
12: about not
13: pooping your pants.
12: <laughs> <laughs>
4: not allowed.
13: Right. Um, this was named the ugliest town in New Jersey. Anyone want to take a guess before I say which one it is? Ooh,
4: ooh.
13: Got
0: Anybody? Yeah. Hey, it- what, is it Philadelphia?
15: <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to go Camden. What do you got? I,
2: I'm going to say Trenton because we're here. Trenton. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. I got to get there. All right, you're going Camden. You're going Trenton. I'm going to go, uh, uh, damn, I have one in my head. Uh, Frenchtown,
11: French, really? Yeah, I'm just throwing it out. There. About Elizabeth. Frenchtown, at least, at least say Elizabeth. That was All like right. one. <laughs> Frenchtown, cool. yeah, I don't even know the spelling. No Frenchtown. To French 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 I'm not going to say, say. Yeah, <laughs> that. I couldn't
2: think
13: of anything. Go ahead, Princeton. <laughs> I actually like
2: Trenton,
13: late, late. West New York. <laughs> West, Go ahead. No. So the the ugliest one is actually yes, you're right. It was Camden. Camden? the ugliest town. Yeah, it was. Thank you very know much. Um, I don't know. It
12: has a pretty good view. If you go to any concerts in Camden it has a nice view. You're in the aquarium it's got kind of I <laughs> went to Camden
2: the Camden aquarium for a wedding. And they had they actually had smoke a and, seafood uh,
12: buffet. A
2: seafood. Buffet.
12: This is a At rare bottlenose dolphin.
2: Speaking of rare, we'll be preparing it that way. It's kind of like and, and the tables were underneath the tanks, so the, there's like a warning to the fish. <laughs> get out Keep of it up. Keep oh. it up. We'll yeah. be squirting now, now lemon juice you. on
15: you. Not going to kill you physically. We're going to kill you mentally too. <laughs> yeah,
12: really?
2: You are depressed being in the aquarium.
12: Look, I'm eating your cousin.
2: <laughs> Hold now, on, I'm lying. This summer, take a shortcation. New Jersey 101.5 giving you a free jersey shortcation to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Listen in 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our New Jersey 101.5 app to win your jersey shortcation. Free winners every weekday thanks to our sponsor, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Book your summer escape today at the Hard Rock Hotel Atlantic City.com. You could win a free shortcation. Good luck from New Jersey 101.5 where Ryan Bissell will continue to shower us with news. Absolutely. I should put this on. Okay. You were saying?
13: Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so Conan O'Brien is un- uh, unveiling his new series. He's been a, a podcaster On recently. HBO Max? On HBO Max, yes. Oh. So he's been a podcaster for a while, but uh, now he's going to be making his return to TV with Conan O'Brien Must Go which is uh, a lot like Conan Without Borders, where he travels, um, except right. he's going to be visiting mm-hmm. people who he had on uh, a side version of his podcast. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Mm. so oh, I know. He's going he's, traveling. A, he's doing a lot on series now.
16: <laughs> it's a spinoff of a
13: spinoff of a spinoff, is what we're uh-huh. saying. It's a- In a way... But I, I guess the podcast—the the, podcast—is kind of his show now. I mean, it's where he does all his interviews. And in three months, Jay Leno will be taking that podcast over. <laughs> 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 know,
12: go travel around. Go. Check now,
13: do you, some do you have to? Do you have to buy the show? Um, the podcast, Yeah, HBO Max or yeah, HBO, HBO? Yeah, Max. yeah. So, you have to buy HBO. Because I'm wondering when the
15: viewer will do that. The viewer. <laughs> <laughs> we took up a collection for the viewer.
2: <laughs> it's very
15: difficult.
13: <laughs> um, Montana is now the first state to ban TikTok. There's a lot of states that have it banned on wow. the state-provided devices. You didn't even they know help. they have TikTok in Montana. <laughs> well, they actually have the internet. They just got it, and now <laughs> the actual they're clocks already they banning TikTok. <laughs> they actually banned clocks. They banned grandfather clocks. They said,
12: that's ageism.
13: <laughs> <laughs> So it's, yeah, banned across the board. It's not allowed to be on phones. Mm -hmm. Um, And any other kind of social media application that collects and provides personal information or data to foreign adversaries uh, is on government issued devices is now banned as well. So almost no social media either. No social media, but they do have Yellowstone.
15: How much much is a house in Montana? $30. (laughs) I think I'm. $30, 40
12: acres. I was just in Deerfield. Were you? Yeah, Bill Murray owns a bar there really uh, yeah he owns a bar what? and uh, he's like every saint patrick's day tends bar there he's there all the time what's, yeah.
15: the, what's the big city is it billings
12: billings is a well because it's a ton of ski resorts in that uh-huh. right? area so there's actually a ton of money oh yeah and a lot of tech companies moved out there to the middle of really? nowhere because they want to be away from everything
2: good move yeah.
15: good place yeah. to go yep. so do they have a comedy club
2: uh, wow, I'm sure yeah, we're going to expand the one in Harrisburg
15: <laughs> to go out there.
13: Uh, Taco Bell is, cha- is challenging the, uh, uh, what's it called? The trademark uh, on Taco Tuesday. The challenging Taco Tuesday? Well, no. So someone trademarked Taco Tuesday and Taco Bell wa- uh, wants to make it available to everybody. Uh, Taco John's, a fast... Well, we all know. Right. We all John. know
12: we know Taco Bell is really cares about the people that they can get taco to. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. You know, this <laughs> well, is all. Absolutely. this isn't self no, self do make a all. quality taco. Yeah. <laughs> it
15: looks just like the picture.
12: They really care about the people if you've ever eaten there.
2: They should change it to Taco Tuesday, right? Two-co. And then they can give two tacos on Tuesday.
15: <laughs> I, like, yeah. I like the cafe. Or, or tacos maybe they could they do, like, the tacos. two
2: for Tuesday and, uh, you know, be like
15: WMMR or something. Taco Tuesday? What? Do you know who owns the name Taco Tuesday? John. Taco, Taco John. John. No. LeBron James. Well, actually, he
13: owns Taco Tuesday? He tried. he tried, he didn't get it. He tried in 2019, but uh, the USPTO denied the motion. Really? It's too, yeah. common, uh, too commonly used in everyday speech, so I don't know why Taco John's got it. I'm surprised LeBron didn't like, uh, make them change the rule. <laughs> or wasn't in the NBA. I, I'll give you shoes. I trademark um,
15: the term skid Hello. Right, yes, yeah, that's mine. I, that's
2: I, I will give you, no. I will give you right. my so name. you say hello,
13: I should be getting some type of royalty yeah. when you, as a greeting. I heard that the happy birthday song that everyone likes to sing is trademarked. Which is oh, why absolutely. That's why every, you
2: don't hear it sung. Absolutely. absolutely. That that true? You never hear them sing happy birthday. No, if somebody gets paid on that. Want to connect with our good? hosts? Use our app chat to instantly get your
0: thoughts to our hosts. Download our free New Jersey 101.5 app and click on the chat button today.
2: Are we ready to go? Let's do it. And now the show that asks the musical question, what
0: else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trevia with your host, voted
2: the most trivial man in New Jersey. I'm sorry. That's Trivial Steve Trevily. Thank you very much, Mr. Dennis Pardoe. All right, here's what we got tonight. Four-pack of vouchers, good for tickets to a 2023 Trenton Thunder game. Trenton Thunder season is almost here. Opening day at the ballpark is June 1st. You don't want to miss any of the action. You want to take the kids for a full schedule for tickets. Visit trentonthunder.com. I have got, now Gemini's not here tonight. So we got Justin Gonzalez yes. handling New Jersey, and he's got the music. I do. And we got Mark Rick and Donna. And he's got the movies because he's in that unsuited pilot that's going to be coming out any day now. Yeah, baby. And we're going down to Long Beach Island for the big premiere party. And uh, we that's got right. Jeffrey Paul, who's been in The Irishman. He's got the television and, uh, well, I got, that's it. That's it. You got the television. television. All right. And I've got New Jersey 101.5. Now, these are multiple-choice questions, and if you call right now, we can not only get you on. We promise to give you the easiest questions we can find, because we want to see you go to the ball game. The Trenton Thunder, twenty twenty three, is so much fun in minor league baseball. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, I, I would sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," but I got people, and uh, we start <laughs> to show off the way we do every week with our music director Raymond from Rockaway Bonanza. Oh, buenas,
14: uh, and buenas tardes and good evening, everybody. In many languages.
2: How you doing? Uh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Did you like uh, the 50s? I love the 50s. I like sent me a whole bunch of CDs from the 50s that were amazing.
14: Amazing, amazing. I listen to them every day. Oh, we you don't. know, uh, I, I'm going to sing something new tonight.
2: Okay. Ooh. Ooh, okay.
14: By Louis Armstrong.
2: Okay. Oh, right. Louis Armstrong.
12: Dipping well, in a, Louis a lot strong. of
14: a lot of singers sung it, but I, I like his version. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna sit right down and write myself a letter and make believe it came from you. I'm going to write words oh so sweet. They're going to knock me over my feet. A lot of kisses on the the um, bottom. I'll be glad I got them. I'm going to smile and say, I hope you're feeling better. And then I'll close with love the way you do. I'm gonna sit right down and write myself a letter and make believe it came, though I know it's not the same. I
2: make believe. It came from you. Yeah, Raymond, yeah, how right, about right, that? How about, you know what, I was going to send an email till I heard that. And now I'm going <laughs> to sit right down and have Ryan write a letter. Because i got a producer. Okay. I can do that. Hi, <laughs> right, Raymond. Are you ready? What is your category, my friend?
14: Well, first of all, if I win, I would like to donate it to the veterans, if you can.
2: We will find a veteran to go to this game if you win. What is your What is your category?
3: Uh, music. 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 All right,
16: okay. there he is, Justin okay, so Gonzalez. Here, here we go. So, New Jersey is known for their guitar player, so I have to ask a guitar player question. But uh, I, kind of. Okay, here we go. Uh, name the New Jersey guitar player whose middle name is Fiddler. Was it Paul Simon was it Bruce Springsteen? Was it Steven Van Zandt? Or was it Joe Walsh? Stephen
2: from Dutch. Oh, Raymond. Loser. Close, but no cigar oh. this time.
7: I'm a loser.
2: You know, Frank Sinatra's from New Jersey. I, I, I know that, I too. Know I was right. going to say. Hoboken, just... New Jersey. It's Let's land go, the music. See that? Let's go to... Uh, Montana doesn't have this. No, no. Let's go to uh, John in Lawrenceville, New Jersey 101.5. John, what's going on?
4: Hey, Steve. What's going on? Good to be back in New Jersey, let me tell you. Where'd you go? Uh, I, had go I had to go down to Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, my God. I had a family, so I was away for three weeks.
2: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. How's Andy and Aunt B and Opie and everybody?
4: <laughs> well... They're a little more north. That,
15: that's like Mount Pilot. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
15: Sorry. They went to Mount like, Pilot only when they wanted to have a Chinese supper. Oh, so right, right, right that, right. that was the big town they were going to. <laughs> Chinese <laughs> yeah. supper. Uh-huh. All
2: right, John, what is your category, my friend? All
10: right.
2: Uh, I, since I'm back in New Jersey, I got to go with New Jersey. All right. Hot, oh. steaming cup of New Jersey. Okay. So I, I'm so glad that you're back
1: <laughs> and that you're okay. <laughs> Um, so I, I'm going to I'm rooting for you and I want you to I really want you to get these tickets. OK, buddy.
5: Thank you. Thank
1: oh, you're God. very welcome. OK, here we go. OK, so really pay attention here. OK, so New Jersey has more of what per square mile than any other state? OK, we're talking about New Jersey. So remember where you're at. OK, is it a dogs, you know, like like Fido? Or is it B, cat, you know, meow, meow? Okay. OK, is it is it C, horses or is it D, cockroaches? Go, go. Got to be horses, my friend. You gotta, you gotta win it. It. Look at this, look
2: at this. Can you believe it, my guy? He's going. He's going to see the Trenton Thunder Not and you crack can Jack. too. 1-800-283-101.5. Jump on. We will take care of you. Brian is in Philadelphia on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Brian. Hey, how you doing, guys? Actually, found Health.
3: <laughs> You're at Fairless Hills. Oh, okay. Yeah, just came back from my honeymoon. Spent my honeymoon. Just got married April 29th and spent my honeymoon down Cape May.
2: Oh, congratulations! Wow. How about that? Went all out on the honeymoon, Cape May. Beautiful. You go to yeah, lights. It, you you? it was nice, quiet. You know, had a good time. Did you go to Sunset Beach?
3: Absolutely. Got some beautiful pictures still of a sunset.
2: Oh, man. You know what? The hardest thing about Sunset Beach is you sit there waiting and waiting and waiting with the phone, waiting for that sun to drop. And it does the yeah. minute you put down the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made am going, going to refill <laughs> your drink. Yeah. Oh, man. And you go to Lobster House. No, I didn't go to Lobster House. I went to a couple
3: of hours to the Cape May Fish Market uh-huh. and wanted an ugly mug.
2: Nice. Good for you. Yeah. And now you're going to go yeah, to a track Thunder game. Is your is your wife a I'm baseball hoping. fan?
3: Yes. We've been to the Thunder, and she. we've already talked about it and we're hoping to go. Oh, all
2: right. Come on, boys. If anybody can do this, what is your category, Brian? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to try television.
15: All right. Television. Okay. I hope you're a Seinfeld fan. <laughs>
2: Are you a Seinfeld uh, fan, Brian?
15: Somewhat. Somewhat. Oh, boy. Who was the star
10: of Seinfeld? Yeah, who, who
15: was the star? Who was the star of Seinfeld? Brian. Seinfeld was named after who? Was it Dick? Cavett? Yeah, Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. Oh That's my God! There
2: it's amazing. He it. won. Look at that! Oh, you know, it's a Christmas miracle for the honeymoon. Uh, did you see the Phillies game where the girl was given a lap dance?
12: Oh, no, that but that don't. sounds
2: appropriate. Uh, that just, don't, really. What, during the game? During the game. Who, to who? The umpire? Some kind of stands. It was, yeah. uh... The, turns, the, turns out it was dollar dog night. Of course, <laughs> he, were, of course he <laughs> had it. Yeah. And then, uh, they had it. All 283 Here's the deal. Uh, we're giving away tickets to the Trenton Thunder. Uh, a four-pack. A four-pack of vouchers good for tickets to a 2023 Trenton Thunder game. Uh, trentonthunder.com if you if you want the full schedule on the tickets. I got two open slots, and we're going to make these questions so easy because I want you to see baseball. Mark Riccadonna has got the movies. That's Jeffrey right. Paul has got the television. And uh, Gemini has got the New Jersey. Yes, he does. So oh, Gemini. <laughs> and uh, Justin Gonzalez, he's got the music because mm-hmm. he sings like Freddie Mercury. I have New Jersey 101.5. And, and uh, here is a fast traffic. <laughs> it's on New Jersey 101.5. Pack is back. New Jersey 101.5 sends you to see great shows at the Carteret Pack this May. You can win tickets to see Abamania on Saturday, May 20th, or Menopause the Musical on Sunday, May 21st. Two grand prize prize winners will also win brunch at the Underground Bistro before the show. Enter now to win on nj1015.com. And good luck. 1-800-283-101.5. It is Trevia, music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. 5 and uh let's uh let's see now Justin has got the uh, Gemini's got New Jersey yes. and uh Justin has got the music yes and uh Mark has got the movies huh? and uh, <laughs> uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff has got the television I have got the New Jersey 101.5 uh, and uh we're going to go to uh, Rick in Cherry Hill on New Jersey 101.5 Hi Rick Hey Steve, how you doing? Good. How about you?
10: I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm uh I was just thinking about that question a couple callers ago about was it a trick question? Did you say what was the most densely populated animal?
2: The most densely been populated been. animal? That, I, no, 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 no! Not the most densely. Populated. That's, that's
16: that's for the no, for the to, radio
2: uh, show in Tijuana. The the most densely populated. No, no. The mo, the the what? The hell was the question? You had the question. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I know.
16: I'm, I'm just enjoying
12: watching you scratch your
16: head. That's all. <laughs> okay. It was no. What, uh, what has
12: what per square mile more than any other state? Ah. Right. Has what per, per has more you what know, per square Steve, mile?
4: Steve, you'll remember this. I okay. I, I called in like
10: a week ago, and I said, I know everything about New Jersey.
2: I do remember that. Yes. And yeah, you got would, stumped, as a matter gone. of
10: fact. I would have said cockroaches. You
2: see? Yeah. he never. That's in
12: Dallas. Whoever made this question never hung out in Union City. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then they would have said cockroaches. They yeah. then, then they would have said cockroaches. Absolutely. All right, so, so you want to try a different category, Rick?
4: Don't be ridiculous, Steve.
2: All right. <laughs> Mr. New Jersey is going to pick New Jersey.
12: All right. Harold's Harold's New York Deli in Edison claims to have the world's largest what? A. Corned beef sandwich. That's not correct. No. Is it A. Pickle bar, B. Restrooms, C. Parking lot, or D. Portions?
11: What's D again?
12: Portions.
10: Oh, Porsches, huh? That might be right. But I also think that the pickle bar might be pretty damn good.
2: Oh, look, at this. look at this. For a minute there, I thought he was going to be in a pickle. He, but he got out of it. He had me at bar. I <laughs> <laughs> thought <That's what> he <laughs> had that pickle.
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, what can we possibly go from here? Snoodles is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Snoodles hello steve i hear a lot of good
10: things from your radio show makes a lot of people happy and i just want to be one of your contestants
1: (laughs) (laughs) right now please. i would like to pick wait
2: you don't ask me how my day is please i was wondering snoodles what's the best thing that happened to you today
5: Oh, Stevie, let me tell
2: you, baby. Oh, my God. It was like I
11: woke up and I thought a 101.5. Not <laughs> 101.1. Yes.
1: Could I have New Jersey? Give him a hot steaming cup of New Jersey. I, it sounds like that Gemini
11: guy. <laughs> I, <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Maybe your topic is New Jersey. <laughs> so, listen carefully. Okay, I want there you. There we go to break. I want you. To <laughs> <run>. <laughs> I'm
10: winning.
11: Okay. Oh, there we gotta break. Somebody There we go. <laughs> you're a you're Stop. a winner. Give him the question. Give him the question. Okay. Okay. Here's a here's a question. Which uh, New Jersey town remains the oldest seashore resort in the United States? Okay, good luck. Oh. Long Island Beach, hey hey Bayhead, sorry Bayhead. Wildwood or Cape May? What was the head one? Bayhead. The head one is Bayhead. Okay, I don't know about that. Okay, go. Wildwood or Cape May? Okay, could you repeat the question? (laughs) You sound like a frequent caller. (laughs) Which, Which New Jersey town remains the oldest seashore resort in the United States of America.
10: Kate May.
11: <laughs> You're a winner. Oh, look at this.
10: Look at this. you double winner.
11: And
2: uh, not only that, but a uh, good job by you uh, with the Huntington Police Department there, my friend Gemini. Hey, buddy. It was
10: awesome. Thank you. And thank you, uh, Justin, for doing my voice so well. I can't believe
16: you do that. three That, that, I had
15: that was me, Gemini.
2: Is, is that,
16: it, that, that wasn't me. I, we, we've been rotating, yes, doing, we've your been doing your voice. we are all doing your voice. We brought we okay. homeless
2: people in tonight to do your voice. It's all good. Is, We're yelling it. Steve,
16: that's horrible. That shouldn't
1: be allowed.
2: I, well, well, this is we what happens you. when you
1: don't show up. We miss you. I know, I know. Yeah, but but we were doing something good for the police, the cops over in Huntington.
8: We were at the, uh, it's called the 200 Club, and it's and it's good for their families, for all the people that kind of,
2: you know,
16: support. Oh, that's the nice.
8: Police. They,
2: they want to you a, 199 I, names before they came up with that one.
1: <laughs>
16: Where's my drum set? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, I, I I tried to join the ten dollar cop club, but they kept pulling me over.
8: <laughs> get a get us the PBA card. Right, you're back next week, right? Yes, I will see you later, Steve.
2: Hey, thank you guys. I'll talk to you later. Gemini. It, nice. man. Gemini. We'll see Gemini next week. All right. One eight oh two eighty three one oh one point five. Uh we have got four pack of vouchers good for tickets to the twenty twenty three Trenton Thunder game. You could take the whole family. A good time shall be had by all. Trenton Thunder season is almost here. Opening day at Trenton Thunder ballpark is June first. Do not miss any of the action. a full schedule and tickets. Visit Trenton Thunder. Dot cam. pete is in ewing what's up kiddo
10: oh um, we ain't got enough time for a therapy session now do we <laughs> uh, <okay.
2: laughs> so then we got to go right to your category what is it uh, what do you have again i got new jersey 101.5 all uh,
10: right well I, I mean you haven't worked that hard lately so let's do you know let's do that
2: you want new jersey 101.5
10: I, I know. It doesn't sound crazy because I always pick TV,
14: but
2: who had TV again? Uh, that would be uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Paul. Stevie. All
4: right, we'll go with Steve. Okay, here we go. Gee, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is one. Too, too,
2: too, 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 too. Uh, where are the New Jersey 101.5 studios located? Uh, Trenton, Jersey City, Newark, and Ewing, okay. and you owe me. Right around the
10: corner from my house in Ewing.
2: How about that? How about that? I was going to say in a building. In a building, right. <laughs> All right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Here's the deal: we got two open slots. Jump on! We're giving away four pack of vouchers good for tickets to a Trenton Thunder twenty twenty three game. Season opens June first. You have to go see the Trenton Thunder play. It's a blast. Get yourself a nice Thunder dog when you're there. It's amazing. Thunder dog. Thunder dog's amazing. I want the Thunder Dome. Bruce sings about the Thunder dog. Oh, Thunder Dog. Oh, Thunder Dog. It's, a, it's it's lying out there like a killer on a bun. It's a, it's a torpedo roll with Taylor ham, cheese, and a hot dog going right down the middle. Oh, that's It a... is um, a fat to be reckoned with. It is amazing. 10.30. 10.30. 15 minutes on the Jersey 101.5 where we are playing trivia where we are giving away Trenton Thunder tickets four packs of Trenton Thunder tickets don't you know you could take the whole family to see the Trenton Thunder the season opens June 1st uh trentonthunder.com if you want the tickets don't miss any of the action for a full schedule for tickets, you visit trentthunder.com. All right. Justin Gonzalez is here. He's got the music. And he's got the New Jersey. And uh, Mark Riccadon is here. He's got the movies. And uh, Jeffrey Paul is here. He's got television. I have New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to uh, Nick is in Jackson. Nick is in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Nick. Good good evening, guys. How are you doing? Great. How about you, Nick? I'm doing great. What's the best thing happened to you today?
3: Best thing that happened today? Um,
2: Picking my seven-year-old up from school. All right. Nice. How about that? That's great. Did you have fun? My kids, when I pick them up, they don't talk to me. You know what? Seven, they're at that age where he comes home. He talk to you about his day and how happy he was to see you. And you have those, those like courtship of Eddie's father moments, you know, be, let me tell you. I got no, no, He did, right? Bill as soon as he walked out the door. It was, hi daddy. How was your day? Oh, wow. I nice. How his was. Could you explain that to my kids and the way it's supposed to go? My kids are sixteen now. They get in the car, they got the things in their ears, and they just sit there and they rock and they don't say a word. How you doing? Okay.
5: I'm I'm dreading for that day. I I enjoy spending time with my kid.
2: Squeeze everything you possibly can out of it. Take him to a threat a threatened thunder game. A threaten thunder. A threatened thunder game. A threatened A threaten thunder game. Uh, What is your category? Ask Jeffrey Paul. He's squeezed Um, his fifth man. television smithereens.
15: smithereens
2: television
15: here we go nice easy television okay, easy. okay. like the kind you y- give to friends and relatives you heard of seinfeld right mm-hmm. okay yes, who created the show seinfeld with jerry seinfeld was it corbin bernson was it larry david was it fred savage or was it ted danson
5: I'm going to say Larry David.
2: Look at this. Look at this. Enjoy the game. All right. Let's go to Mullica Hill. We got Sherry on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Sherry.
14: Hi. How you doing? I feeling I was feeling
9: left out. There was all these mail, you
2: know. We were hoping that you while. would call. we am been I'm waiting. Mail. Really? It's been like a prison break around here. We've been hoping you would call, Sherry. What's
14: going on?
2: <laughs> well, now, now you've made the night. We have reason to continue.
9: Music.
2: Music for Sherry. Music. Can
9: so you play a
15: little Sherry Baby, Steve? I Aww. was hoping that
9: was going to be the question, but
16: now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't have that one queued up. Otherwise, I'd have it right for you, my love. Well, I you really could sing. Yeah.
2: sing a little Sherry can Baby. Sing. Hold on, you're a
1: tenner.
16: Sherry, baby,
1: sherry, baby. It
16: takes a lot more air than
15: you think. Holy moly!
16: Wow. Look
1: at that! Wow, that was
0: great! <laughs>
15: wow. I- Justin, is that the way Springsteen does it? That's like having that's like having Jim Neighbors in the room. <laughs> 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 yeah, forging out towards home <laughs> oh and <God>, good
16: evening. <laughs> that was beautiful. Except, except I weigh as much as Jim and all of his neighbors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there was glass breaking in the studio. <laughs> Sherry, how about that? That was great.
9: That was great. That was awesome. Well, I loved it.
16: Oh, well, I love you, and I have a Four Seasons question for you. Go ahead. Oh, great. The okay. Four Seasons released an album with their music on one side and another famous band on the other. What was the other band? Was it Elvis? Uh, was it Jay and the Americans? Was it the Beatles? Or was it the Sex Pistols? I would say Jay and the Americans.
14: Oh, uh, Sherry, Sherry, Sherry,
2: Sherry, 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 baby.
14: Oh.
7: oh. I'm a
2: I was going to drop the hint that we spoke about them tonight. But I didn't. I I didn't get a chance. All right, this is the part of the show where we have an open board. There is nobody calling in right now. So if you pick up the phone right now, If you pick up the phone right now, we will give you the easy questions. The stuff we save for friends and relatives. We will open the vault and get the easy stuff out. And you could win a four-pack of vouchers. Good for tickets to a 2023 Trenton Thunder game. The season is almost here. Opening day at Trenton Thunder Ballpark is June 1st, right around the corner. Don't miss any of the action. For a full schedule, for tickets, visit trentonthunder.com. Um, you guys have been to a minor league game? Oh yeah. You must. Oh, I I've, oh, yeah. I've been to Trenton Thunder games. You have? Yeah. It's such a blast. You it's, know, they're, it's they're so fun. cheap. It's like I remember when I was 10 dollars for the ticket, 2 dollars for parking. All the souvenirs are 5 bucks. The Thunder Dog was amazing. The food is great and uh, and they actually entertain between the innings.
16: You gotta love that, you know. Yeah. I, I, so I, I'm from I'm from Philly originally, and we used to have the the River Sharks right over in Camden. Camden River Sharks, and yeah. I, I love being able to first off you take the the train over the Ben Franklin Bridge, uh-huh. you go over into Camden, you. would You'd dive, you'd run, you'd get a little exercise because of the bullets. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then you'd get to the park, and it was a beautiful old style park, too. When they steal second, they
2: actually
15: sold it. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they sold it at home, but then <laughs> they sold it. <laughs> North of Great Minor League Park in New Jersey, up in Montclair. And it's the home of the Yogi Bearer Hall of Fame. Oh my it's What's nice. the park?
2: You're right. You're right. What's yeah. the name of the team?
15: Montclair. Don't they have a <laughs> The Montclair's. The Montclair Yogi Barra. It it's the I Montclair's. Saw, I, saw <laughs> I saw a cheap truck and Quiet Riot, they played there.
12: One of my first dates with my wife, well, I shouldn't say first dates. I brought her home to visit my family in Youngstown. We Uh, went to a Youngstown Scrappers game. Really? And after the game was Blue Oyster Cult and David Lee Roth. Oh, wow. That's That's a great
3: (laughs) show. (laughs) You know. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: David Lee Roth got a job as an EMT. Oh, yeah. And he said the greatest moment in his life was when he performed CPR on a guy. And the guy came, too. And the guy comes to and he looks at him and he goes, I must have died. I'm looking at David Lee <laughs> That was a Oh, yeah! <laughs> I
15: followed
11: I up on Okay, a... <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey guys, your acid wash is showing. Okay, cool <laughs> it, cool let's, it. Let's go to Robert in Woodbridge, a New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Robert. What's your category?
14: Hey, um, let's do music.
2: All right, Justin, music. Oh,
16: music
2: music 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 okay let's go
16: with another uh oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry talk about all this uh, all this stuff i was too busy laughing i apologize here we go okay uh no here we don't go i thought i had one okay uh... anyone i i, I know I, i'm trying to find a good one though that's the thing Okay, name It's only Robert. You on your good one. Go oh, ahead. okay. Well, when you put it that way. Okay. So, uh, name the band that Bon Jovi drummer Tico Torres played drums for before he joined Bon Jovi. And just as a little hint, they did have a top 10 hint, hit in the 80s. Was it uh John Cougar? Was it Loverboy? Was it Frankie and the Knockouts? Or was it you too?
14: Hmm. Definitely wasn't you too no? I'm going
2: to say Frankie in the Knockout uh, yeah, win. Win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Robert with the win I had to find a good one See I told you to Jersey 101.5. Here we go. Trevia, the final round. Jeffrey Paul's got the television. Mark Riggedon has got the movies. Uh-huh. Justin Gonzalez has the movies and the New Jersey. And the music, I'm sorry. I've got the New Jersey 101.5. But the big question is what does Casey and Mount Holly have? What's up, kiddo? Casey? Yes, sorry. Hello. That's okay. How you doing, Casey?
10: I'm good.
2: How are you? All right. Would you like to play?
10: I would.
16: Oh,
2: what is your category?
16: Music. Okay. Hot steaming cup of music there. You, you sound like a Jonas Brothers fan.
10: <laughs> I am.
16: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how, so before the boys decided on the name Jonas Brothers, what were they going to call the band? Was it Sons of Jonas? Was it Jonas Trio? Was it
1: KJN? Or none of the above?
2: I believe it was Sons of Jonah. We got a winner. Yeah, it Let's go to Eric in Manalpin on New Jersey one oh one point five. Hi, Eric. Hey guys. Good evening. Do you guys have a sports thing? No. A sports thing? Uh you want like a special sports, sports category? category?
16: I, I think we've got yeah, someone well, who knows a few sure. things about
2: sports. Well, are you a sports guy?
6: Well, no, but I had a little trivia for you guys. What
2: do you got? Let me hear.
6: New Jersey team did Jose Canseco play for? The New Jersey team?
2: The New Jersey team New- Newark Bears? Was it the Newark Bears?
6: Yes, it was.
1: Hey! Oh, well. yeah. There we
2: go. Si, senor. Uh, si, wait. senor. All uh, right, listen. Uh, Eric, you si can mail senor. the tickets to jeffpaul.com. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, all right, now, w- would you like us to give you one, Eric? I will try. What's your category?
6: Um, I'm fifty five and I'm male. I live in New Jersey, but I don't know a lot. You're so perfect like for
2: this show, Eric. You're you are you're fit you are fit the profile. So you're saying you want to co host. Yeah,
6: really.
2: Can <laughs> 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 so you come down here next Wednesday? Down there. You know, the other guy that we had here last Wednesday is already blown away. <laughs> what's what's yeah. your category, Eric? Um uh just go over them again. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. I guess television. Okay. Television. Okay, here you go. You get work getting a workout so, tonight. So you, yeah,
15: you're, you should like know this one. Okay, because you're of the same uh, generation. Very David. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm getting no away from... I'm getting away no, from Seinfeld. And we're no, no, d-
16: don't do that. No, no,
15: <laughs> we, you got this. T- okay, taxi trivia. Okay, what was the name of the cab company that the gang works for? Was it Yellow Cab? Was it Sunshine Cab? Was it ABC Cab? Or was it Moonlight Cab?
6: Oh, shit, I'm not that old. Um, I will say Yellow Cab. I would say...
12: No, senor! No, senor! No,
2: senor! No,
12: senor! I no no no,
2: had to give him the no, senor. Andy is in Haynesport. What's up, Andy?
3: Hey, how are you guys doing?
2: Good. How about you?
3: Uh, Good. Very good. Long day. By Uh the end of the day, seeing my mother. uh, Oh,
2: nice. How's she doing?
3: Well, she's got Parkinson's dementia. Oh. uh, Good days and bad days, but today was a very good day.
2: Oh, I'm glad. Let's cap that day off with you uh, winning some Trenton Thunder tickets to take her to.
3: That sounds good.
2: What's your category? TV.
3: TV.
15: Team, look at this, Jeffrey. Uh, Paul. Okay, ready? So. One of the old time shows, Mash. What was Margaret Houlihan's nickname? Was it Chieftain? Yep. They don't even let you
2: get the question out anymore, huh? Now look it. at this. I'm telling you, we are moving. We are moving here. We're going to Hamilton, and we're talking to Whitney on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Whitney. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Okay, how are you? All right. Did you have a good day today, Whitney? Yeah, I did. You did? did. What's the I'm best not... thing?
8: Yeah. I well, I took my dog I took my dog to the dog park, and it's a beautiful day, and it was just
14: nice,
2: relaxing. Nice. What kind of dog you got? I
9: got a Beagle Mix.
2: A Beagle Mix? Oh, he smokes
9: a pipe yeah. and solves mysteries. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he smokes a pipe and solves mysteries. All right. <laughs>
9: Whitney. I don't know
2: what she's mixed with. She's she's a beagle
9: mix. <laughs> oh what's she mixed with? Uh, they didn't know at the shelter. They oh, really okay. didn't know.
2: Part detective. <laughs> yeah. What's but what
14: she's, she's pretty big.
2: Oh, that's cool. A big beagle. What's what yeah. what's your category, Whitney?
14: Um um I'm thinking, um
1: I'll go with New
8: Jersey. All right, New New Jersey. Here we
1: go. I'm rooting for you. Here we go. Easy Pass. Okay, think of it's in your car. Easy Pass was introduced to the Garden State Parkway. In what year was it? 1987, 1991, 95, or 97? Go. Oh um come on i'm rooting for you i know i know what was the first the first uh when you said 1987 Mm -mm. no okay and then it was 91 95 Uh 97 Uh, oh it's either the first i think i'm
14: thinking the first one or the second one Oh, God. Think harder. Further
12: down. Further down.
9: Oh, no. I'm going to go with the first one. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm
12: down. a we little
9: We try. I'm
12: a
7: loser. Where are you
16: going to be, Justin? I am going to be in Morris. Town is it town or is it ville? I always mix it up. Hang on, is it? I'm going to be with the Morris Corral oh, okay. in Morristown, New Jersey. We're actually going to be doing a presentation of Carmina Barana this oh, Saturday. Beautiful piece of music, and uh with some beautiful musicians. Come on out, check it out at JustinGonzalezTenor.com for more information.
2: All right,
12: Mark Reggadana, June 3rd, you can see me at Glenside at the Royal, and then the 11th through the 17th at the Borgata in Atlantic City. Nice.
2: Jeffrey Paul.
15: Saturday night. Uh I am at Paradise Island on Staten Island. All right, and uh I will be here tomorrow night. Until then we'll
14: look back on this and all
2: This has been the Steve Travelese
0: Show on Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey